Hello everyone, this is Meredith with a Y and I am your host, Meredith Willett. Today we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome friends. My name is Meredith Willits, and this is my brand new podcast, Meredith with Y. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to connecting with you every single week. That's the goal of my podcast is around maybe a little less than an hour weekly to connect with you on a range of topics from spirit to self-improvement, parenting, divorce, marriage, sex, you name it, everything in between. These will be adult conversations, and I actually will try to put some place, if we do have adult language in the podcast, some might be really great for your kids to listen to. But as for erring on the side of caution, as my husband would say, just assume they're all going to have at least 25 swear words in them. I'm raised in Ohio, and I heard that people in Ohio tend to have a bit of a potty mouth. Don't know why. Maybe we just need extra words to add to every one of our sentences. But this is the case. So, you know, a lot of people around me are, why in the world would you want to do a podcast? It's a huge time commitment. And... First, I'd have to say because of who I am and what I do. So who I am and what I do is kind of the same same person. I am a psychic medium and I do life coaching and spiritual counseling. I talk to tons of people every single week on appointment to either connect them with loved ones who have passed or to help themselves anything from their career, their marriage, or just kind of finding their path in life. And I do this over the phone or in person, primarily over the phone. I have people, clients from all over the United States and all over the world. So that's a little bit about who I am and what I do. So why am I doing a podcast? Well, my husband said to me, you know, what there's got to be a theme that everyone kind of talks about each and every week you know everyone kind of has the same problem so to speak when you look at the general ideas in the human experience right you know i'm unhappy i'm lost i you know i don't i don't know what i should be doing with my life yeah i you know i i don't know what job to take whatever it is we kind of center in and end up with the same the same sort of issues of the human experience. Americans anyways, you know, you don't want to compare yourself to do we have the same oh, maybe we do have the same problems of people of other cultures. But we all, you know, we're all trying to find ourselves. We all want to live our life's purpose. We all want to, you know, accomplish something while we're on this planet. Um we want to live our best life and 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 how you know, that's, that's, how do we do that? Is it by making the most money? Is it by finding the best, you know, partner and having the best relationship? Is it raising the best children, having the nicest car, having the most connection with spirit? 
what is it? What is that quantitative test taking, if you will, that will bring you the most happiness by the end of your life? And so I've made actually a list of over 50 topics of things that I find myself talking to clients about sort of over and over. And as I talk to them about it, I realize that we make life a whole lot more difficult than it actually needs to be. I'm 48 years old and made my fair share of mistakes, spent way too many countless nights not sleeping, you know, due to stress or whatever else, trying to control the world around me. And now that I understand the universe, life, humanity, a whole lot more, it it's definitely much easier than I had been making it over the past almost five decades. So this led me to want to connect with as many people as possible to share with them, share with you as listeners, as, as participants, hopefully, of this podcast, why we make this world so difficult why we make this existence so painful, and if we just had a few more answers, how we could change our lives forever. Because I know that I have for myself. And I'm not the smartest person on the planet, and I'm okay with that. I, of course, don't have all the answers. I'm not God. But with doing what I'm doing with regard to a a personal experience with people that are no longer living, I might have a different perspective than the average person who goes through their daily life and uh, thinks that this might be all that there is, or that there's some sort of steps that need to be taken to to have a good life or to experience a positive afterlife, etc. So what am I bringing you, basically, in this podcast? What exactly should you be expecting from Meredith with a Y? And why did I call it that? Well, I called it Meredith with a Y because I'm one of the only lunatics who spells her name with a Y in it. And I didn't do that. My dad did. And so no one can spell my name right. And I haven't found a keychain with the spelling of my name in my whole life. And why is because I'm probably one of the most curious people that you'll ever meet, which is why I uh, know so much about so many things when it comes to life and living. Because you can usually find me reading at least four books at the same time and ass deep in about three documentaries. So I tend to make it my business to know a lot about a lot of things. And like I said, because of the fact that I spend a decent amount of time listening to dead people. I've spent 45 plus years wasting time and caring about way too much. Trying to control things, believing that if if I just got everyone to do it my way, the right way, this way, that way, if they would just do it faster, if they would do it better... I knew the ways that they should do it. I'm sure many of you out there are shaking their heads yes. Um, This will uh, lead to absolutely nothing but misery. 
the belief in control, the belief that you could do all that much to uh, change our future outside of showing up today and being your best person. I wasted a lot of time thinking that I had this whole thing called life figured out. Parents, kids, relationships, didn't matter what it was, my weight, being a good or bad person, all of that stuff that we are told as children, if you go to school, then you can go to the next school, then you can go to high school, then you can go to college, and you can go to graduate school, then you can become a lawyer, doctor, you can become something, and then you'll you know, meet the person of your dreams, and then you can get married, and then you can buy a house, and then you can have 2.5 kids, and then you can live in the suburbs, and then you'll be happy. Oh, and in between all of that, make sure that you go to church and make sure you give the church 10% of your income and then make sure that you do all these things right. And if you do all these things right, you're going to go to heaven because somehow that's the goal. (laughs) And so we, we spend a lot of our time looking around, checking boxes, thinking that we are falling short of those boxes and those goals that are set by our parents, society, the school, the church, friends, family, our neighbors. You know, if we, did you plant your mums? Did you plant your flowers? Do you have the Christmas tree up? Do you have Easter eggs painted? Did you carve your pumpkins? Do you have your 4th of July decorations up? Did you get your degree? Did you marry the, you know, most eligible guy? All of these things are supposed to make us happy. Did you get up at 10 a.m.? Did you get dressed to go to church? Did you look nice at church? Were your kids quiet? Did everyone sit quietly at church? What any of this has to do with being happy, I am not sure. But we are told if we check these boxes, if we listen to all the noise in our head, all the opinions that we've accumulated over what is and what should be, what we're supposed to do to attain this end-all, be-all life with just the right hair, clothes, and purses, jobs, titles, accomplishments, and somehow, somewhere, some way, we will look back on our deathbed and say, we did it. But what I'm here to tell you is that that's all a bunch of bullshit. And not in the life won't bring you happiness, but that there's no one way to happiness. There's no one way to get there. There's nothing that you can do that will ever make you happy. Because... Happiness is not an external emotion. It can never be found outside of yourself. And the more you go looking for it outside of yourself, the more miserable you'll be. No person, no activity, no job might bring fun. You might get excited, like a good a good ride at the amusement park, but happiness, joy, peace, content, that can only be found from within. We spend a good majority of our lives not even 
being in the moment, not even truly living our lives. It's an interesting thing, actually, if you think about it. I would say we spend probably 80% of our days living in the future of what will be and what is coming. What's for dinner tonight? What are we going to do tomorrow? Where should we go on vacation? What the heck are we going to do with these kids this weekend? Or alternatively, my childhood sucked. Yesterday was a disaster. I really wish I would have saved that money instead of spending it. Living in the past. Belaboring the past. Belaboring that which was and cannot be changed. And that which isn't here. And we have no flipping idea if it's coming and when it's going to be here. And what it's going to look like. If it will even ever show up. Worrying otherwise known as a prayer for what we don't want, living inside of a thought, living inside of a moment, living inside of an experience that is not here, is not real, making ourselves sick over something that isn't real, doesn't exist. That's worrying about the future, causing ourselves severe anxiety, trying to be a good person, Checking boxes, making complicated dinners, going to jobs that we hate, hanging out with people that make us sick, maintaining relationships with family members who bring us nothing but misery because of the fact that they are family. I mean, what the hell are we doing? What have we subscribed to? What in the world are we thinking? Is there some holy grail that we get to if we check enough boxes and make ourselves miserable enough? Do we think that there's some sort of light at the end of some tunnel By putting ourselves in these horrific situations, I mean, let's not even talk about abusive relationships. That itself is a series coming up. So why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I think we got it all wrong. I think that the majority of people in our country whom I'm assuming are the ones that are going to be listening to this, people in the United States. And we've heard it before. The guilt, the depression, the anxiety in kids, the anxiety in adults. We've become a country that pops pills for everything under the sun. You know, they did a study with Tylenol and Advil that showed that those two medications not only quiet pain, they also quiet emotional pain. So can you imagine why people are all addicted to opioids if Tylenol and Advil quiet emotional pain? What kind of emotional pain gets quieted with an opioid, with oxy? Everyone's trying to numb themselves out 
from the lives that we're attempting to create. And let me tell you what, these younger kids that are getting addicted to this, all these kids dying at 25, you know why? Not only are they bored out of their damn skulls with nothing to do because Lord God forbid we 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 put any uh, rec centers in for these kids to go to. They have nothing to do but drugs and drink and shop. P.S. Shopping is not an event or recreational activity. It's spending money. So let's just remove shopping from something for kids to be doing. They're trying to numb themselves out from this life that we put in front of them as being what should be for their life. Hey, you should go do this. This is what we want for you. Oh, you want to be a beautician, a musician, an artist? You want to travel the world? You want to not go to college? You don't want to get married? You're a homosexual? You don't want children? Oh, you can't do that. God forbid we just raise our children and let them do what they want as long as they can pay for it themselves. I mean, these kids grow up with more shoulds on their shoulders. That's a whole nother conversation. Should. The word should should be eliminated from the dictionary. You shouldn't do anything. Just do it because you want to. Get rid of the shoulds in your life and it'll change. We're doing it wrong, people. We're doing it way, way wrong. As soon as you become a director, you want to become a senior director. As soon as you become a senior director, you want to become a vice president. As soon as you become the vice president, you want to become the senior vice president. As soon as you become 180 pounds, you want to be 175 pounds. As soon as you become 175 pounds, you want to be 170 pounds. I've, I, I've, I've yet to see someone ever be content. If you walk a mile, you want to walk a mile and a half. If you want to walk a mile and a half, you want to walk two miles. If you make $50,000 a year, you want to make $55,000 a year. Yes, is it good to have goals? Is it good to push and strive to grow and expand? Yes. But are we teaching our children? Are we learning ourselves? Are we inside of the space of being content in our is moment in the moment we are currently inside of are we worrying and caring about everything in the future everything in the past everything in the future everything in the past shit we can't control are we raising our children as an extension of us hoping and praying that they are successful, do the right thing, go the right path, be normal. God forbid you not have a normal kid. What the hell's normal? I don't know. But we all want one, right? At least I don't. I like having abnormal children. It means I know they're still connected to their soul. They're still listening to their spirit. I see these kids, they're so stressed out, they're so anxious. I know I'm going to end up talking about my children, it's just the way that it is, but 
I mean, you do, you see the perfectionism, you see the stress, you see the, the pressure. I mean, I've got families and parents that are surrounding me. To, and their kids are in elementary school talking about whether the high school that we, our children go to, if you are going to be accepted into Ivy League schools, if you attend this high school. I mean, what in the hell kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is it that we're talking about third graders and if they're in the right school district to be accepted into Ivy League schools? I mean, is that some box checking or what? I mean, do you think that they're concerned about their kids? Maybe. Maybe they are. Maybe they think that their children will be super happy if they attend an Ivy League school. Maybe they know what that means for them. I just wanted to be a beautician. But I knew that my parents would frown on that. And so I went uh, and got a four-year degree. Not sure what I've done with it. Outside of just being... (laughs) miraculously well-rounded. Don't get me wrong. I want my all four of my kids to go to college if, if that's what speaks to them. I think that it's a great experience. It makes you well-rounded. But if you're going just to check a box, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessary. If you're going to learn how to think, And how to discuss and how to work in groups and learn about topics and go deep on on all sorts of, uh, you know, different education uh, areas. Absolutely. Experience different cultures, people from all over the country. Yes. But with anything in life, I think you have to have the right reason for going into it. It has to be something that works for you. But I digress. A large majority of our life, we feel that we're just kind of living. We're just here. And people always ask, well, I mean, what's the purpose of life, right? What's the purpose of all of this? What's the purpose of all this worrying and college and work and houses and kids? My husband used to say that he heard one time that the reason of life is to create children for a legacy. Well, that to me seems insane. Because what about people that don't have kids? Don't get me wrong. He heard this from somebody. And the idea that life is somehow related to your offspring and that's a reason to be here seems kind of insane to me as well. So more recently, as in the last 10 years, as I've done this work, I've realized that life is actually about finding your purpose. 
and most people's purpose boils down to helping others. An active participant of love. The other reason that we're here is for our soul's growth or to learn lessons. And this is the basis for pretty much everything that I do every single day of my life. In one way, shape, or form, to go through my day, meeting people, going places, doing things, watching TV, laying on the couch, doing absolutely nothing, making dinner, doing laundry, having a podcast, talking to clients, sleeping, is to end up in different experiences where I realize if I've just gotten myself pissed off, angry, upset, worried, freaked out, anxious, depressed, so that I know and I feel inside of me that I've got yet one more lesson to learn and grow from. Because all of those negative emotions are just red flags that say you still haven't figured this shit out. That's... That's what all of those buttons that live inside of you are, is negative emotions of shit that you still have to work on. And my life purpose is to help people figure out how to get rid of them so that we can move on to the next grade of life, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, whatever you want to call it, and move on and not get stuck. I remember when I was little, and I always used to think that everything would be okay if my bedroom was clean. I remember thinking that if all the, if all the clothes in my drawers were folded perfectly, and if my dresser on top were clean, and there was nothing under my bed, and my closet was good, that life would be okay. And uh, it never it never really worked out that way. Because there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you could ever do. There's never enough that you can ever do to make anyone like you or for the world to be okay or for you to check boxes, or for you to worry enough, or for you to control enough, or for you to be good enough, or you to go to church enough, or you to help enough people enough, or you to get enough degrees, or have enough money, or have the best cars, or be thin enough, or pretty enough, or the most, whatever the hell it is, enough. There's never enough for you to check enough boxes. Because to be honest with you, there's no one no one checking to see that you checked them. Your room will never be clean enough. You'll never be thin enough or pretty enough or young enough or tall enough or short enough. It doesn't exist. It's all a lie. Everything that you're looking for, hopefully while you're listening to this podcast, the only answer 
the only thing that will ever fill you up or make you feel good enough or make you feel happy is you. And so in this podcast, my goal is to help you find you, help you figure out who in the Sam Billy hell you are without the noise, without the control or the worry or the depression, without the opinions or the labels or the judging or the anger, without the lies. My goal in this podcast is to help you to get to a place where when you wake up in the morning, you know who the hell you are and why you're here and what you're doing and how to get real damn happy. Because I'll tell you this right now, I know I know how to do it. And that might sound egotistical, but I'm telling you right now, this is not of me. I am just the messenger. We're going to go deep on so many topics. We're going for all of it. We're going for all of it. Divorce, marriage, kids, sex, religion, politics, Black Lives Matter, people of color. We're doing it all. So buckle the hell up because I'm going, I'm going for it. I am, I'm going for it. If you are, you know, squirmish, if you don't want to hear it, if you don't want to learn, if you don't, hey, and you know what? Sit in your car and yell at me and tell me I'm wrong. Go for a walk around the block and listen to this stuff and say, hey, she lost her damn mind. I don't care. I don't care. Because I'm telling you, I know. Because I've seen it. People are doing it wrong. If you wake up, if you go to bed, if you live your day and you're pissed off all the time, or angry, or frustrated, or irritated, or you want to kill half the people around you, I know what that's like. I know. I've been there. If your parents call you and irritate the shit out of you, if all you do is worry about your kids 24-7, if every time your spouse leaves the house you think they're cheating on you, you're doing it wrong. You're with the wrong people. You're doing it wrong. Something's up. So I now have a podcast to try to make that better for you. In the future, I plan on um, videotaping these. So I can put some uh, video up of me doing this. I'm sure they'll be uh, a little crazy here and there. So you can check that out on YouTube. Channel is the same name, Meredith with a Y. So check that out and subscribe over there on YouTube if you want to see that. Also, I have an Instagram page, Meredith underscore with underscore a underscore Y, Meredith with a Y. So follow over there on Instagram for behind the scenes photographs and footage and thoughts and God knows what else. Also, 
You can check me out on my website for all the latest news or personal appointments if you want to go a little bit deeper with your own life. And my website is meredithwillets.com. So go over there if you want to talk, schedule an appointment or the like. And, you know, please, you know, let's form a community here. Let's let's see what you got. Leave me a comment, a question, something you want to hear about. I take notes on all of this stuff. I'm happy to answer your questions. So please leave a comment. Also subscribe. Then you'll know when I'm coming to you every week. Or there may be bonus episodes. Or I might just pop in with some answers to some questions in the comments. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Or DM me on Instagram. Or you can send me a message at meredithwillets at gmail.com. I love answering questions. Helps me stay on focus. Gives me something to talk about. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends. There's this wacky lady, her name's Meredith with a Y, and she's got her own podcast, and she's talking shit, going deep on a bunch of stuff. She's going to be talking about marriage. She's going to be talking about divorce. She's going to be talking about sex. I have friends that they're more than willing. I will be interviewing them. If you're interested in being interviewed, please contact me. I'd be happy to put you someplace in the lineup. Like I said, I have over 50 Uh, episodes already mapped out. I'd love to find a way to fit you in. If you don't agree with me, perfect. Message me, DM me on Instagram. Let's talk. Let's let's hammer this out. I'd love to. Because guess what? I don't want you to spend one more minute checking boxes, being anxious, being depressed. So, Stay tuned for next week's episode where we will be going a little bit deeper on how to get happy, what that looks like. What does it even mean? Is that going out and getting drunk? Is that your kids graduating from college? Is it good sex? What is, what is happiness exactly? How do you quantify it? What does it look like when we see it? How do we live every day a little bit happier? So thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week. Please comment, subscribe and tell your friends and I appreciate every one of you. Thanks so much and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillets.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.